Hello people, welcome, welcome to Slick Talk Show. I'm your host, Rich. And today, we're talking about NBA. Okay. Okay, guys, thank you very much for listening to Slick Talk Show. Um, okay, let me just shift to this now, uh, real quick. Now, I've never thought I'll come back and talk about um, shooting or social inequality and uh pretty much you know anything not related to to sport i mean anything i talk about when it comes to slick talk show has to come we need to talk about sport that's exactly why i sit up here i have to sit up here and talk about that it can be nba it can be football it can be anything but today obviously i mentioned right at the beginning that i was going to talk about nba but um right now Something's going on in the U.S., obviously. Um, after the shooting of Jacob Blake uh, by the police again, after the George Floyd, George, George Floyd incident, obviously, um, a few months ago, we have a new case now. You know, um, It's all over the U.S. right now. And obviously, NBA player now, at the moment, boycott, obviously, uh, remaining games of the playoff. I mean, the last report is... They're more likely to resume obviously the playoff um, on a Friday, either Friday and Saturday. But right now, has not been confirmed. Now, this is sport I was going to talk about. I was going to talk about NBA today, but now that we have those NBA players protesting, I have to talk about that. I have to. And again, people, I don't want to. You no, know, I don't want to come down here. I don't want to come here on this show and talk about social inequality i don't mind talking about social inequality on my own time obviously with the people that listen to that or the people who want to listen my own opinion but anything like that obviously um especially social inequality or shooting policy police shooting you know black people or anything like that affect you know anything that affect obviously the sport my sport topic i have to talk about that and that's the reason why i'm sitting here today and i need to talk about that Again, I've been talking about those issues, uh, obviously, during lockdown and, and in between as well. But I'm not here to teach people, obviously. And, or maybe uh, I'm not a teacher, you know, I'm just like everybody else. I'm trying to uh, digest, I'm trying to learn, I'm trying to educate myself about what's going on in the world right now. I'm living in the UK, obviously. Um, but when you see what's happening in the US, um, it's very scary. Very, very scary. I'm sitting here in the UK right now watching what's happening over there. Any black people now in the US, very scared. Very, very scared. Obviously, you know, you see the leadership, you know, nothing. You know, they're not helping the situation. You know, they, they seems to put more, how can I say that, put more oil in the fire. You know, they want to see more division instead instead of having more love and uh, having people and all community getting back together as one and one only and again you know i'm originally original from cameroon you know, you know i know exactly where i come from i understand exactly um where my dad was born i know exactly when my granddad my ancestor i have my identity as an african black man but most of those guys back in the u.s obviously um 
there's an issue back in the US. You know, the 400 years of slavery, you know, taking people all the way from Africa all the way to the US, traveling all the way to the US, you know, and, uh, you know, going through the slavery process. And uh, every, every single of us, every single of us right now, we should think about that for a minute and understand what's going on. And what's going on right now in the US is um, the black people, and I would say the minority, are pretty much fed up of what's going on. They fed up. They don't care anymore. They don't care anymore if they can bring any more food into the table you know, for the family. Because what's going on about the shooting is just not right. And again, I'm not saying that, um, you know, um, police, for example, they should protect themselves. Yeah, of course. But I'm just saying there's a way, obviously, there's always so many ways you can stop violence. There's many ways you can, you know, you can put, you know, you can have, you know, you can change, you can make some change or implement some change in terms of policing, you know, especially the minority. It's been going on for a while now. I mean, we've been talking about that. Remember the George Floyd, the George Floyd movement. I actually have an episode about that on my stick talk show where I've seen not only the people back in the US, but back here in the UK and around the world, everybody going on the street, you know, to talk about that and having a peaceful protest, you know, to discuss, you know, those issues. And right now, right now, I'm in city war in August, just a couple months after, we have another shooting again to deal with. Now, those NBA players, just like that, decided, obviously, to boycott uh, the playoff, the playoff game. They all united right now. They all talking to each other, and they decided that look, we're not gonna go out there just to entertain people. You know, we want to know what's happening out there. I know. Remember, people, they all sitting in the bubble right now in Orlando, obviously, because they playing all those games. You know, I remember they had 22 team obviously um, called back obviously to that bubble to play the NBA and obviously go into the playoff and play the NBA final. But right now, they decided, okay, after the shooting of George Floyd, another shooting again from Jacob Blake, you know, we have to do something. We have to stop the distraction. A distraction for them is sitting, playing basketball, and just having people just to forget about what's going on in the street. Those guys are black. You know, some of them are white, obviously. But united, they're all sitting together as one right now. They believe that the boycott will bring... Not They understand that will not make the change. But at least, you know, it will bring some attention to the people. The people on top. The leadership. The NBA. The NBA owner, the NFL owner, everybody around there, you know, the sponsor, anybody who can make the change in the US, you know, have to go alongside them now to make something happen. And one of the reasons why, obviously, uh, that protest is very much important, especially for the US, is, you know, they have that election, obviously, coming up on November the 3rd. And this will be one of the biggest change for the next four years in that country. And we see exactly, again, we see, we can clearly see exactly leadership over there. This is not a leadership that want to bring union. This is not a leadership that want to bring people together to have a peace. This is a leadership that want to bring division. And those guys, 
understand that they have the power now you know to use the platform to go out there and speak to the people not just the black people white people anybody who can listen and you know, anybody who can make the change and the only time the only way most of those people i mean those american people can make change is by going to the election going to vote in november the third to make that change for the next four years that's going to be big time this is the reason why they're using that platform and I'm very, very proud, people. I'm very, very proud of what's going on at the moment, especially those young people. At first, when I heard about that, that whole story about them boycotting, I mean, um, I can tell you right now it's, there was a little bit of confusion because um, there was a sense that not everybody was well aware of the boycott. You know, I mean, um, once uh, the LeBron, you know, the, the top players sat down and and decided that okay enough is enough you know everybody just had to go through that yeah, everybody had to uh, align and, and 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 follow everybody else and i think that's the right thing to do because sometimes in if you want to protest you sometimes you don't have to plan it sometimes you just have to make it happen you just have to go ahead and see what happens you just have to go out there and surprise people because you have to make it uncomfortable for people to see and that's what it is when you talk about protest when we talk about protest, there's nothing comfortable about protest. It has to make you uncomfortable. You have to look back and say, God, why are they doing that? Okay, maybe I need to do something. Again, I'm, we know, I don't believe that whatever they're doing right now will make the change in a goal. But what I'm saying is, this is just a movement. And it's starting with young people, millionaire, multi-millionaire people. And let me tell you something, people. There's a lot of money involved on those players. You know, potentially some of those guys obviously might be losing, you know, might be losing some money. They have to go and perform because they have sponsors, some of them. You know, the TV money, the money was paid already. So they have they have the right, but also they have contract to 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 be engaged on. But right now, they believe that nothing is more important than people's lives. It's not just black people our lives as well but what's happening right now is mostly black people are getting shot black people are getting shot for no reason for no reason they're getting shot by the police by the people that's supposed to protect them and think about that for a minute if you're american living in the u.s right now and you have your kids you first thing first have to sat him down and tell him exactly you know how to behave you know, think about that for a minute. You need to have that chat with your son or kids and, you know, your black kids. Let them know, look, if you see the police or you're driving or you get stopped by the police, this is what you might need to do. This is crazy. And this is what those guys are dealing at the moment. And one thing I'm so happy about and I need to talk about as well, and, you know, you've seen that as you see from the George Floyd movement. Um just the young generation now are leading the way you know the, the young people you know the you know they're all 20 21 22 uh, 25 i mean they're all leading you know they're all leading the change now this is beautiful to see this is beautiful to see they don't care they don't care about the economic part of that they don't care about um what's gonna happen tomorrow what they care about is all about the change 
and it's only young people now and now they understand the power that they have you know you cannot just go out there just as a politician or anybody out there who can make change you know um systematically and just do whatever you want you're gonna have those young people going on the street and leading the charge of you see for the change and i'm so proud i'm so proud i mean those young nba players they don't have to do that people think about that for me they don't have to do that they don't need to go they don't need to protest they don't need to compromise the money they don't need to do all that but they're doing that why because they're looking at a big picture they understand that people, some people do not have the same privilege that they have right now. So they're fighting for those people. And knowing that, this might actually compromise the money. Because I, I'm telling you right now, some of those people have sponsors. Some of, you know, they have, you know, you have to get paid while you play. But they understand that the charge right now is to change. It's a big change. It's bigger than anything else. It's bigger than basketball. This is not just shut up and dribble. No, this is let's go and do what we need to do because we have the power, we have the platform. And that's the reason why I was so happy. I was fighting, not fighting, but, you know, I was hoping and I'm happy for those guys to go all the way to the bubble because there was some, you know, some players, obviously some player like Kyrie Irving, obviously I was talking about asking people, some, some of those players not to go to that bubble. But I always thought it was always a good, you know, always a good idea for them to go all the way to the bubble, obviously to sit down and whatever, whatever political or political motivation or whatever message you want to put out there, they will put that as a group. And right now, that's what they're doing. They're putting a stand, they're having a peaceful protest, they're boycotting those playoff games just so that they can make change. And this is good. And not just on the NBA, you know, just not just the NBA uh, player. And today I was reading again, you know, the tennis, you know, one of the um, the high caliber tennis, woman tennis, Naomi Osaka. She also pulled out on one of the major tournaments, you know, peacefully because of the protest, because of that uh, Jacob Blake shooting. And that tells me, what that tells me is, that tells me that, you know, all those pro athletes now understand the power that they have. They understand that, look. We can use that power. We can use the sponsor. We can use our platform to maybe drive the change, but implement, you know, ask, you know, put pressure on some people on top there to make those serious changes. And this is this is, and you all we we all know when you come when you go in America, it's all about sport. They love sport over there. So when you stop that. I mean, now people have your attention because it's, it, I mean, anything you watch in America, they love sport. They love anything. They love the basketball. They love, they love the sport over there. They love everything about sport. But once you stop that, then basically you compromise the money. First of all, you compromise your money. Then you compromise the sponsor money. Then you compromise, then, you know, the, the fans, you know, people cannot watch the game. And what happened is everybody now are going back and looking the real issue. The real issue is the police shooting black people. And that has to happen. Now the change has to happen. It has to. Now, once they do all that, and that's always the next thing, we need to find a plan. We need to understand exactly what will be the next thing to do. 
what type of system are we gonna have a systematic change no probably not not right now but this is exactly what they're looking for they're looking forward to go to the capital you know speak to all those politicians so that they can put something in place there you know to put you know to make sure all those police officers are made accountable for what they do because you as a police officer or anybody who's a police officer you should be protecting the citizen not shooting the citizen you have to protect them now sometimes obviously you have you might have to use your force but that has to be the last resort people that has to be the last resort but what's going on right now in america it seems to be the first the first option every time you know they come across black people that's that's the feeling and that has to stop those guys they can see that every day and i'm telling you right now people i'm not surprised we all know the George Floyd incident was not going to be the last one. That was not going to be the last one. We all knew something else will happen. But at least what we thought was, you know, after that movement from George Floyd, you would have thought that, you know, the police, you know, uh, the police structure back in the U.S., I don't know who lead the police over there, they would have had like a memo sent to everybody and say, look, guys, can we chill down a little bit about shooting people and let's go, you know, Let's check some other option how to deal with arrest. If we have to arrest black or white people, whoever. But no. Things, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if people go on the street. It doesn't matter if the whole world are crying out. It doesn't matter if people are losing, you know, just because they're not happy about it. It doesn't matter. They're still going to go out there and shoot people. So, the reason why pro athletes are right out are out now and making all those peaceful protests is really about really making everybody aware you know pretty much on that voting process that's going to go on in november the third obviously for the big change you know for the change for the next four years that's the that that's it you know they're calling all young black people right now in america obviously to go and register to vote because they still have to register and vote and they have to go out there massively to make that big change for america for that big nation and right now that young generation you know the, the pro athlete anybody out there who's young 22 23 all those young guys now are leading the charge obviously but also they're getting advice. They should get advice, you know, obviously from people who understand how to deal with those type of issues in terms of protest. They're getting all those advice from professional, professional politicians. And this, obviously, right now is being watched, you know, obviously, by the whole world. And I'm telling you right now, you know, I'm watching NBA from here in the UK. And we can't watch the NBA, obviously, because now we know exactly what's going on over there. And that fight will go on until systematic change is made, is made back over there in the US. And that has to come. The change for them is starting in November the 3rd, obviously, with election. And one thing also I need to mention, one thing I need to mention also about, obviously, the pro athlete going out there 
and boycotting some of those events is the fact that they want to make call also to those owner. And I'm not talking. I'm talking about NBA owner. I'm talking about NFN owner, those billionaire, and also the sponsor to go and use the power that they have of you see, you know, to help them make those systematic change. I think that's the key here, and that's where they want to get. They understand. They don't have the power. They understand that. You know, don't don't think twice. They understand they will not make the changes like that. But they understand that they have the power play to affect one of those NBA billionaire owner, NFL billionaire owner, and the trillionaire sponsor that like the Nike and all that. Those guys can then go and speak to those politicians, obviously, to make those systematic change because they have the billion, they have the money, they have the resources. They can shut down some of the places if they want to. They, those guys have the money. And the fact that those sponsors are pretty much associated with some of those pro athletes, they now under pressure to make something happen, to make them happy. Because why? It's compromising the bottom line as well. I'm talking about the money. Nobody want to lose money here. So once those sponsors, once those NBA players, once those NBA NFL owner i start losing money then they start making calls to those politicians in the capital to say look guys uh we you guys better do something about it because this is not this business is not good for us anymore let's make a change let's make a systematic change here because all they've been trying to do they've been trying to mask everything they've been doing saying okay let's see how that wave goes especially the George for wave and let's see how that goes. And by that time, maybe people forget about that. But no, not anymore. People are ready to go out every time now when things are not done properly. When people are being shot, you will see that. You will see event being cancelled. You will see NBA player not playing basketball. You will see NFL player not playing, you know, not playing American football. You will see tennis player not playing tennis. You will see probably football player right here in the UK not playing football. So, all that obviously will put pressure on the sponsor. And if they believe that the sponsor will then put pressure on the politician to make those changes. And let me tell you something, people. <laughs> the change is coming. It's coming. Maybe not in my time, not in my lifetime, but it's coming. Okay, then, people, thank you very much for listening to the Sleek Talk Show. Uh, I hope you stay tuned tomorrow and uh, have a good night. Thank you. Then. Bye.